Hello and welcome to another episode of the Dumb and Dumbest Podcast, where everything is terrible, the house is on fire. I'm here with my wonderful co-host, Curtis Dewar. I'm Matt Bacon. And today we'll be talking about... Bios, apparently. There we go. If anybody's curious, no, I'm not dead after yesterday. Yeah, although some of us were hoping for it. Yeah, some of you guys were hoping for it, that I didn't leave a wife and kids behind with no income. That reminds me, I need to upload yesterday's episode. Boom. Um, I'm going to make a, make a little note on my phone. But today, we were going to talk about... Mm-hmm. Bios. Bios. Yeah. So, Curtis and I, from what I understand, have kind of different opinions on bios, which is interesting to me. Yeah. So, Curtis, why don't you share with the group... Yeah, with the group. The listeners, the, 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 the folks at home, mm-hmm. how you feel about bios. Okay. I do why. think we're... Okay. I do think they are important to a degree, but I also think to another degree that they are extremely overrated. Um, like, here's the thing. Most of the bios that you get suck. Most bios are absolutely awful because here's a good example. One time, uh, fairly recently, I got a bio from a band, and the entire bio was about how about the history of their band and their former vocalist, and at the very end, they mentioned that they got a new vocalist and a new album. And it's like... Who fucking cares? It's really not important. And also not important is the fact that you guys grew up all in the same small town of 5,000 people and you guys were the only metalheads in the city and you all cried. And then one member was in this band no one's heard of and another member was in another band no one's heard of. And you played a show with a local group that no one's heard of. Like, to me, it's like, who fucking cares? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. to me, um, if you're going to get a bio done, you should get it done by a professional like Matt or Jesse, or Mark, uh, or Ivan. Those are the four people off the top of my head right there. Five, how many people I said I can't count today. Um, because they can actually help you draw out a kind of like a story for your bio. And if you don't really have a story, you don't really need to make much of a bio. Like when I'm doing a press kit, really all I'm looking for is what does the album sound like? Who are the members? Anything that you guys are connected with to any notable bands? and any past positive press you've had of any, and something that can tie you to something bigger that you can write off of. Like, for example, you open for Lamb of God, or your cousin is Randy Blythe's cousin or something. You know what I mean? If your cousin is Randy Blythe's cousin, then you too are Randy Blythe's cousin. You know what I mean. <laughs> well, maybe not. I guess, like, if it was... Second cousin, whatever. You know what I meant. Okay. Anyway. But anyways, in my mind, there's no sense in making a big, long bio if there's really nothing there and if you if you want but if you want to have a decent bio go to matt go to mark go to jesse go to ivan one of those guys can help you draw out a story because they're professional writers i personally suck at writing bios so don't ask me for it i'm good at pitching people on doing stuff and getting you placed um i'm not like a traditional pr in the fact that i can write fancy stuff and then do nothing afterwards i'm i do the stuff afterwards and i get other people to do the fancy stuff so, anyways, that's my opinion and my ramble. Yeah, I think the value in bios is um, <clears throat> for a guy like me, mm-hmm. you know, just a working class guy trying to make his way. <laughs> um, I, I think that it's important to realize, like, for journalists and stuff, they love having bios because it gives them shit to pluck when they're try- when they're trying to write a review. You know, Coffee. especially. Some do that, but like I don't copy and paste, but I like to have the bio there because if it's like a band I don't know anything about, 
it gives me a way to kind of connect with them. And, and it gives you an idea on how to do the review too. So that way you're kind of like, okay, well, what am I doing? Like, who is this? Right. Yeah. It gives me an idea where it's coming from, you know, sort of the headspace they're in. And those but my of- point is, is if you don't have an interesting story, don't fucking put something stupid. Like, I don't care that your cat took a dump in a cat box and you're an animal lover. You know what I mean? Unless it pertains to your music. Yeah. Unless you're a vegan. Yeah. Cat you're, metal. You're death camp with uh, fake uh, political views and, you know, you joined Antifa or whatever. I mean, we, we are having a separate, for those curious, we are having a separate podcast episode about that. Or allegedly fake neckbeard death camp. I should say allegedly. Oh, God. Uh, anyway, we get a mask person showing up in my house now. <laughs> anyway, before my heart explodes, um, and stress, uh, let's continue. So, bios are important because they differentiate. Something I filmed a Bacon's bit about today that I think is really valuable is the idea that you use your bio, use three different formats of bio. You have one that's like your three paragraph full bio, you know, that sort of gets into who you are and what you're into, yada, yada, yada. Then you have one that's your, um, that's like a paragraph long and you can just slap that into Facebook and other sort of relevant platforms. The three paragraph one probably goes on your website. And then let me ask you a quick question. Let let me, let me finish. Let me finish. And then you have your, um, you know, then you have your one sentence, one or two sentence kind of slug that you use. And if you sort of like get to know them and, and memorize them or whatever, you can use them too in like telling people about your band. You know, depending on the context, you can give them, you know, like a, a fairly accurate like up like point of attack and jumping off point so that they feel like they have an idea of what you're on about. Which one do you prefer to see in a press kit yourself out of curiosity was what I was going to ask you. The, the long, medium, or short? Obviously not the short, but. Um, in a press kit, I would put the three paragraph one. Do you like the longer one better? Okay. Yeah. You know, again, well, just because also like know your audience, right? And the audience of a press kit is either label people or journalists. True. Now that's funny because it, it's funny because I've done polls on this in the past and it's, it seems to be pretty divided whether people like long or short press kits. It's yeah. kind of funny. I tend to go on the short side. But I do know there are people that like the long side. I know it's kind of like a different topic than what we're talking about, but I'm just no. But it's it's tied in, and and no, and that's definitely a good a good question to bring up. Like personally, I want to be able to like see the information, you know, and like I also think that the more material, the easier you you make journalists' lives easier, in my opinion, by giving them a lot of information, not in a rambling way, but like three paragraphs isn't that much information. Okay, so you're saying be concise. But be, but you like to have like a three to five paragraph type thing if you can. Yeah. Ideally three, you know, so like they're definitely lengthy, you know, like definitely like chock full of content, but not like obnoxiously so. In other words, Matt doesn't like my press kits. I don't like anything, Curtis. He's hating on me. In my yeah. opinion, a good, a good press kit slash bio would basically tell you uh, where the band's from, uh, how long they've been around, any previous albums they, they've done, um, any past press they've received, who the members are, maybe lyrics and song, and song credits. I don't usually put lyrics in my kits, but just saying. 
um, you know, discography, if I didn't say that already, social media links, and maybe a brief album description and who the band sounds like. That would be my mind, a good press yeah. yeah. Which is what I basically do in a shorter form. And I think, it's, I think it's good to, like, be very straightforward with, like, the four fans of and stuff. Yeah. You know, because, like, I just want to know. I'm not, I'm not trying to get granular about a band no one's heard of that I don't, you know, that I'm probably not going to listen to after that particular day. And how do you feel about having the genre in the reline? Because uh, <clears throat> actually mentioned to me that she prefers it in the reline. And I started doing it as a test since she mentioned that to me a few weeks ago. And uh, I, I seem to be getting more opens, but I'm, I'm curious as to your thoughts on that. I feel that way too. I also feel like a good for fans of can help. In the reline? Yeah. Like in the, the, subject line. Su- the subject line, you mean? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So when you get the email, you see that's the actual subject line you see. Yeah, well, because again, it just gives me a better idea as a journalist, like what I'm opening, you know, and especially like with people like you, where it's like you do a broad variety of shit. Yeah. And while I think, you know, you don't represent bad things, some days I don't want to listen to Stoner Rock or whatever. I want to listen to black metal. See, people, I'm learning stuff every day just by doing this podcast. Yeah, see, you got to, he's, uh, Curtis is suckling at the teat. I'm suckling at the teat. Well, I'm, I'm just trying to pick your brain, brain to find out how uh, how other people might be thinking as well. So that's what I said. Yeah. Suckling at the teat. Suckling at the teat. Yeah. But um. Anyway. So, what would be an example of what not to put in a bio from Matt, the Metal Injection slash Two Guys Metal Review slash Toilet of Hell writer slash, slash Vandala Magazine slash. Never heard that one. So I don't know. So many. Okay. Um. Point being. Well, what, so what would it be? What well, like be you example? said, extraneous details, detail. Like, I don't really care about the band members. Okay. Like, what if they were in Lamb of God? Un- unless they were in a notable band. Like, in what? most cases, the band member situation doesn't really matter. Yeah. You know? Um, I yeah. also don't really care about how your band... Like, I, I don't care about, like, the granular details of, like, band members switching. You know, like, literally... If like a band I work with, I'm doing the bio and they've had like a lot of member changes, I'll just be like, ah, having weathered various member changes. <laughs> like, so, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not trying to. So let's say that you've got a brand new band comes up to you um, and says, Matt, we need a bio. This is our first album. We've had no previous press. We're fresh off the uh, out of school, and this is our first album. No one's been in any notable bands. We've never played a big show. We've toured. We've played some shows, but never on a notable bill. Um, how would you at, draw out something from them to get a good bio? Ask like, what would you ask them to give you? That's that's a tricky thing. I would ask for all their influences. Good. Okay. I would ask for what their long term goals are. What cool. their new record sounds like. You know, cool. um, <clears throat> and you know, where, who they're trying to emulate, not just as musicians, but as, you know, a band, like a band in the branding sense and stuff. And also sort of look at what their iconography essentially is like, what they're, what they're about. Okay. Right. I think you know, just a couple hundred dollars worth of information just from that statement right there. You just found out how Mount writes a bio. We probably should have filmed that for Instagram stories, huh? 
you probably should have, but that was, that, that was actually valuable information because I, because like, that's one key thing that I've always had a problem with is when a new band comes up, how do you draw something interesting? But that's what you just said right there. Brilliant. Yeah. I'm a, the iconography and what the, what the band's goals are, right? Exactly. You know, and if you don't have iconography, you need to like go figure that out too. Now yeah. should bands be putting political stuff in their bios? How do you feel about that? Cause you're, if you are a political band, yes. However, I don't think most bands should be political bands because most bands are not as smart as they think. Most people are not as smart as they think they are. Yeah. You know, like, I don't really share my political opinions because my political opinions were shaped by someone who was a punk forever and, you know, is really like... Canadian. He loves Justin Trudeau. I, I don't love Justin Trudeau. He's just saying that he does. You know. Like I appreciate that my political views are going to alienate some people and I'm not real. I don't really think that's a way to lead to more productive conversations. Yeah. You know, like if you're trying to be like a militant punk band or whatever, then by all means, you know, I love militant punk bands. I think they're very, I think they have an important societal function, Yeah. you know, but like, don't, you know, don't go mouthing off when you're not, uh, you know, you just you're the great example of who shouldn't be like, why are they being political? They're a party band. Exactly. And That's it's like, <laughs> yeah, well, it's, it's also like, you know, it's like people who like talk a big game being anti-Trump and it's like, well, that's cool. And I appreciate that intellectually, but also like, you know, he has a 70% like disapproval rating. You're not, uh, you're not being edgy by doing that. Yeah, like like no one is like, oh wow, these guys are, yeah, you know, like like that's and, and also like, you know, to to kind of beat on a cliche, like nobody really wants to hear about straight white dudes' political opinions. Like I don't or anybody's political opinions, to be honest. Yeah, but especially but especially not straight white dudes. Like, let's no one listen to Matt apparently. What? Nothing. Well, you just said straight white dude, so there you go. Oh, no, but I'm not. But I'm not sharing my political opinions, is what I'm oh. saying. Oh, I see. Okay. I what, you I'm just saying, what I'm saying is like, you can probably guess my political opinions by looking at what my life is like, like and, I, and that's fine. And he likes and he likes strippers. That's his. That's his political opinion. I like what and strippers. Strippers and Antifa. So you're Stormy Daniel. You want Stormy Daniels for president? In other words. Okay. <laughs> Regardless, I think you get where I'm coming from. Yeah, totally. Anyway, don't share political opinions unless that's going to be a shtick and you have a very clear idea of who you are, what you're doing, what your plan of attack is. And don't ask the Canadian for their opinion on Donald Trump or the Democrat Party because I really don't fucking care because I get asked that a lot and I'm like, whatever. Yeah. Like, I, I, don't, I don't get into it. <laughs> exactly. Strong opinions, I don't. <laughs> exactly. The Canadian would be me. Anyway. So you want to go over bond bios. Is there anything else specifically you want to say? Because I, I got one last thing I want to say, unless you got something else. No, do your last thing. I think we're I think we're ready to wrap up here. I think we are too. So basically with a bio, try unless you got like someone who is a really good writer, you should invest the seventy five, I think it is, that Matt charges to do yes, a bio. Put a, put a few order and mention this podcast, I'll give you twenty five dollars off. Boom. Um so spend, invest the 50 or 75 bucks of whatever he charges or Mark charges or Ivan charges or Jesse charges. Uh, since we're doing this podcast, I should probably mainly just push Matt. 
Um, but it, it's well worth it because the other thing too is that you can, like he like Matt at least will give you three versions of your bio. Like he said, he gives a long form, he gives a medium form, and he gives a short form. And you can use that bio for press kits. You can use it for getting onto festivals. You can use it for your Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You name it. It's covered right there, and you don't have to do much work at all. And I've never heard anybody complain about anything that Matt has written bio-wise. So, bio-wise. <laughs> bio-wise. I'm sure he's bio -wise. got complaints on other things, but I've never heard a complaint on a bio. And usually he'll send a, a draft over to the client, and the client is peeing their pants saying how happy they are, and he doesn't even need to do anything else. Yeah. So, so there you go. there's my plug. That's what i got to say. Invest the 50 to 75 bucks on a bio. Just do it. Don't cheap out because you know what's probably going to end up happening is uh, uh, if you're working with me is I'll probably suggest that you go to Matt or Jesse or Mark or Ivan or whatever. So there you go. So yeah, anyway, thank you guys for listening. Um, and then I'm sure we'll be at you tomorrow coming hard with hard talk, divisive opinions, black metal. Death metal. You know, um, say white, are we done today? white noise, black metal. What was that, Curtis? Yeah, I'm not going to say where are we done that yet. Are, are we done yet today? I'm going to I'm stopping the trend today. You just said, are we done yet? I know, but I'm but I'm officially going to, going to stop that as of today. It's my new my new trend is not to say that. That's very disappointing. I'm going to end off with one of my kids yelling into the microphone. <laughs>